0: We're in the in the middle of a the the halachot of Basar Bechalav, and um, we are on Siman Pei Zain in Yoridea. Halacha Gimel, the third halacha, Asif Gimel, and there the Shulchan Aruch writes, for those that are following inside, he writes the following, he says, Katuv. Enonoheg Ela Bebasar Behema Tehora bechalav Behema Tehora. The laws of Basar Bechalav only apply to the meat of a kosher animal, calls it a pure animal, with the milk of a behema tehora, the milk of a kosher animal. Aval Basar Tehora Bechalav Temea, a mixture of kosher meat with uh, with milk from a non-kosher animal, or basar bechalav tehora, or non-kosher meat, a mixture of non-kosher meat with kosher, uh, uh, milk from a kosher animal, mutarim bebishul ubahana'a, is allowed to cook with and to have benefit with. Notice how it doesn't say eating. You're allowed to cook it, you're allowed to have benefit. And the meat of a chaya, an undomesticated animal, such as a deer, is a, considered a chaya. And an off, of is fowl, but for we're just going to call it chicken. Even with kosher milk, you are allowed to cook it and you are allowed to have benefit. The af eno asur ela midrabanan, and eating it is only prohibited from the, from the rabbanan. It's a rabbinic law. Aval dagim v'hagabim en bahem isur afilu midrabanan. But fish and locusts that are cooked with milk are not even asur midrabanan. Rama right haga v'nagul la'asot chalav mishekedim. The custom is to allow chicken to be placed in almond milk, because that mixture of milk and chicken is only midrabanan. So therefore, it's allowed. You're not worried about marit ain. But if you wanted to do something similar with uh, with meat, and you wanted to cook it in almond milk, which is again not really milk. Ramah writes, that a person should place the almonds next to the milk because of marit ayin, because of what people will see. And therefore, since it's a deoraita, we were more worried about maritain. So therefore, you should put the almonds there so that people know that uh, this was crea- this was cooked with almond milk. We're gonna talk about this Ramah next class um be, be Hashem So this is the This is the uh, The law, uh, the the Sa'if that we're learning today The concept of Basar, Chalav, Midra, banan, Rabbinical mixtures Where chicken and milk is cooked together This this halakha actually stems From a Mishnah In Chulin Where there it says That, that Basar behematehora Tehora Which is kosher meat that was Combined with kosher milk, it's asur to cook together and it's also asur bahana and it's asur to have any benefit um, basar but but, uh, uh, but a kosher animal and a non-kosher milk or a non-kosher animal and a kosher milk are mutar to cook together and are mutar uh, bahana'ah there we have what seems to be a machloket between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Biosia Glili and it's important to know this machloket. Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva holds that the the basar chaya, the deer, which we said is, uh, and the and the fowl and the chicken, okay, it is not asur to cook together um, because it says do not cook do not cook So therefore, cooking chicken and basar chaya together is not a, not an issue. And then Rabbi Yossi Aglili says. From the Pasuk, Do not eat any Nevelah. The Talmud teaches us that when it says the milk of its mother, this excludes chicken because chicken doesn't give any milk. It excludes off. So this is what Rabbi Yossi Agdili says. So there's two possible arguments between these two Tanaim, Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yossi. It seems to be that one we could say Rabbi Akiva holds that a deer, basar chaya, and milk are asur midrabanan, are rabbinically prohibited, uh, because the Torah is only talking about behema. Tabashal gedi, gedi is a type of behema. And Rabbi Yossi Aglili holds that the basar chaya and the milk are asur midoraita, because even though it's a chaya, the chaya still gives milk. So, therefore, uh, uh, according to Rabbi Yossi Agdili, it all depends on whether you give milk. So he would hold that the basar chaya with milk is a deoraita, and Rabbi Akiva holds it's a drabanan because a chaya is not a behema. Or we can say that Rabbi Akiva holds that the the, the chicken and the milk are Asumi drabanan, and Rabbi Yossi Agili holds that it's mutar even drabanan. In fact, the Gemara over there in Chulin brings a story, brings a story um, that Levi, one of the great um, uh, chachamim. Uh, uh, came to the house of a man named Yosef, the bird trapper, and and he was served. He was served the head of a peacock, cooked in milk. Okay, so I don't know. I may, you wouldn't see this at your modern day wedding, but a, a head of a peacock cooked in milk. And Levi didn't say anything. So when Levi came to the house of Rabbi Udanasi and told him the story, right? Rabbi Udanasi. Told asked Levi, he says, "Why didn't you uh, put in the this guy, this uh, this Yosef? How, how can he serve you such a thing? The head of a peacock is a bird. How can he hurt, how can he serve you such a uh, a, a food, a combination? assuming So, what did Levi answer? Levi said that this guy Yosef lived in the city of Rabbi Judah ben Betera." And Rabbi Yudabe it could be that he he expounded that machloked in the Gemara in the Mishnah, like Rabbi Yossi glili who holds that it's mutar to eat chicken cooked in milk, and and even midabanan it's not a problem. So that's that's how Rabbi Yossi. I always use this example for people to, to show how how far halacha has come, that even one of our great Tannaim Rabbi Yossi Glili, used to eat chicken and milk. Now we know. That almost all the Rishonim, including the tour, um, are posek like Rabbi Akiva, and that uh, that chicken and milk are assumed drabanan, and that's why, that's why we don't have Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? <laughs> because because uh, because of chicken and, oh, and for other reasons, all right. But uh, that, that's their secret, all the good fried chicken recipes are uh, are cooked in milk. Um, an interesting question is asked over here. Uh, the, the the tour says that the meat of a kosher animal and the milk of a temeah animal of a non-kosher animal, or vice versa, is only midrabanan and mutar be bishul vanaa. So so the Bet Yosef asks: why did the tour even mention the concept of cooking tameh meat and milk in the same sentence? with cooking chicken with milk. Because when you mention chaya and chicken, if you mention the idea, again, the law of cooking a, a undomesticated animal and, and chicken with, right, there's an isur midra a basar bechalav, to eat them with milk. But by a tame animal, there is no isur basar bechalav, even midra because it's already asu raita. You already have a prohibition from the Torah not to eat this uh, this tiger, I cannot not. To eat a tiger. It's against the Torah to eat a tiger. So why are you telling me? Why are you even giving me this law of telling me that uh, that oh you 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 could cook with a, um, a drabanan. Why are you even mentioning this? This is the sheila of the of the Bet Yosef. So the uh, the Bach the Bach is one, also one of the commentaries in the in the Arbat Turim. Uh, he says that. Cooking a basar teme'ah with chalav tahor, which is a non-kosher meat with with a uh, kosher milk, or the opposite. Besides, for the original isur of being non-kosher, and then you're not allowed to eat tiger meat. All right, you get an additional isur. You get an additional isur of basar bechalav. And uh, so, w- why do I care if there's a, if there's an additional isur? Why do I care? Who, uh, you know, just it's enough that uh, that I have. Um, that uh, I'm not allowed to eat it. It actually has practical application to what happens to that piece of meat, that mixture of basar bechalav. According to what we're saying now, if there's an isur basar bechalav, that combination becomes nevelah. In, in, the, in the lashon of basar bechalav, it's called chaticha na'asa nevelah, which is, in short, it's called hanan. And therefore, what happens as a result is, is that that entire piece, that entire mixture, needs to be nullified if it was fell into a second pot of par food? So just to make things simple, you may know about the concept of sixty. We we spoke about it last week. That if a little bit of milk falls into um, into meat, all right, if there's sixty times the amount of meat than the milk, then the, the pot is uh, the pot is kasher. You don't have to throw the pot out, all right. But if a piece of meat absorbed, uh, basar b'chalav, this piece now, okay, is is, is a mixture of basah the whole piece now becomes a nevelah. And if that piece was to fall into a second pot, a parv pot, let's say, I need 60 times, not the milk that was absorbed in that meat, I need 60 times the entire piece. That's called chaticha naasan We're going to learn about it later. Bezrat Hashem. Hopefully, we'll get there. All right. So therefore, that that would be the difference. So there's an additional isur basar bechalav when you have a mixture of tiger meat and cow's milk. So if that if that that piece was to fall into another pot, then you need sixty times uh, uh, that. So so the so now you have a difference in opinion between the taz and. The and the and the shach, the tach says that according to the Shukhan aruch you need sixty only against the tameh milk, not including the meat. you only need, uh, that. That's what the Shukhan aruch is posek like, and that's because we don't say we don't use the concept of chaticha nas when the milk and meat were asur beforehand. So the Shukhan aruch holds differently than the the bach that we that we said before. Dashach says, if, says no, that if either the milk or the meat were asur beforehand. Um, sorry, if 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 yeah, if if there's one of the two were kasher, sorry, were kasher beforehand, then we do use the concept of chaticha um, there nevela. Uh, but the reason we don't use it in this case is because we're not worried that people are going to go and eat non-kosher meat such as a tiger. Okay, mixed with milk because it's asur, anyways. So that's why we don't employ it over here. Um, you know. Uh, so again, according to the the machlok between the Taz and the Shach, but what we're saying now would be in the case of when you have a, a nevela, this piece that was that has a combination of a basar bechalav was cooked with milk, according to the Taz. Since a nevela is asur, okay. So therefore, there is no chaticha in nevela, and according to the Shach. We would say this uh, uh, because the animal is already asur without having to to make an additional gzera. Where this comes into 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 play um, a lot is in the status of different types of meat. For example, buffalo, uh, not the city, buffalo the meat. Uh, buffalo the meat is actually kasher. Uh, it's a it's a kosher meat. It's got it's got split hooves. It chooses its cud. Um, now mideoraita, mideoraita, these laws only apply to a behemah. That's what we that's what the Shukan Ruch said in in the beginning of the Saif. It only applies with Behemah. Now, what is the status of a buffalo? So according to the according to the mechaber, the, the a buffalo is actually considered a behemah. He considers it a behema in a different place. But the Ramah holds that a buffalo is a safek behemah, safek haya. We are not sure. Not sure. It's a domesticated animal, undomesticated animal. So, therefore, to cook it with milk, he says, is is it's asur um, because we're dealing with a deoraita. Basar Khalab is a, is isur deoraita, and therefore, whenever we're besafek, we um, we are always machmir when it comes to a deoraita. When a, a doubt in a biblical matter, we're always machmir, and therefore, uh, we would hold that it's uh, asur. Um all right <clears throat> let's just see. Um, one of the questions that are that is brought up over here is with regards to pet foods, pet foods. Let's say you go on a dog or you own a cat. A lot of these pet foods, have a mixture of milk and meat, non-kosher meat, milk and non-kosher meat. So now, how do we look at this? Um, can I serve, uh, on one hand, is there, I'm having benefit if I, um, if I give this food to my dog, because the dog's is owned by me, and therefore there's a certain hanaah involved. So can I give this mixture of uh, non-kosher meat and milk uh, to my dog? So, there is a perush um, on Shukhan Aruch called the, the, the Dagul Merevava. That is the name of the perush. And he quotes the Rambam. And the Rambam says that the, whenever there is an isur of achila, of eating something, then it will also be, it, by, by automatic extension, there will be an isur hana'a. There will be isur of having uh, benefit. If there's no isur achila, if there's no isur achila, then there's no isur hanaa. But he says, in a case of extensive loss, like I have said merubem, or a, a loss of money, for example, a person can rely on this Rambam. Now, the the, the so so therefore by the pet foods if these, pet f- again, these pet foods contain a mixture of meat, non of non-kosher meat and milk, according to the Dagul Meravava, you would be allowed to use this if there's a, a significant loss of money uh, involved because there's no Isur Hana'a, because there's no Isur Achila, right? A person, that, because en, the, the idea is that n Isur khal Al Isur, that once, what which means one prohibition cannot be piled up um, on another prohibition. So the, 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 the we already have a prohibition that this piece of meat is asur because it's not kosher. So that's already one isur. And isur, chal al-isur, means this next prohibition, another isur, which is a combination of, of now meat cooked with milk, can't be placed on this item. So the reason why I can't eat this uh, dog food not because I not because I want to eat dog food, but the reason why I can't eat this dog food is not because of the basar chalav isur. The reason why I can't eat this dog food is because the the non it has non kosher meat. Assuming it was edible, it has non kosher meat. So the concepts and khilul al isur teaches me that actually the basar Bech, just by looking at basar bechalav, there's no isur of achila. So if there's no isur of achila, there's no isur of hanah, and if there's no isur of hanah, it's it, it's it's okay in a case of uh, of have said in a case if there's a significant loss of money. There are those that argue with the dagul meravavah, the prime gadim, the Khatam Sofer, for example. They say that this is still subject to the uh, to an isur hanaah of a uh, prohibition against benefiting basar bechalav, and therefore you wouldn't be allowed to give this dog uh, uh, food that has a mixture of non-kosher meat and uh, and kosher milk. Now again, if it was kosher meat. And kosher milk, but that you're not allowed to, right? You're not allowed to have any hana on that. That we that, that's what we learned. So if if someone wants to put out this uh, advertised dog food and it says kosher, but it's got milk in there, all right, so you know that would be that would be worse, believe it or not, than giving it non-kosher meat with with kosher milk. Right? So if you ask, you know, you ask that question to to an average person. you say, "Which one do you think is worse?" They would probably tell you it's worse to serve your dog non-kosher meat. No, lefek. It's it's probably better to serve your dog non-kosher meat, right? Uh, and uh, uh, if, if it contains milk, based on the dagum that we said. Um. So someone wrote over here: If non-kosher meat is asur to eat, it should be asur to get benefit um, as well. We're going to talk about that later, but uh, here we're just focusing on the, on the, um, on the combination. Um, then, of course, we have the last thing we'll talk about today, is this idea of milk and fish, All right? All right? This is the big, big question of, of cream cheese and lox, and um, so the, what does the mechaber say? The mechaber writes, uh, Maran writes. That fish and locusts that are cooked with milk are not even asur mi derabbana. So, um, in Chaim, in Shukhan Aruch Chaim, in the laws of Se'udah, he writes that between meat and fish, there's an obligation to wash one's hands because... The combination of meat and fish brings a disease, a sakana, and we are strict when it comes to a sakana, more strict than a isur, than a prohibited food. Uh, What does the Shuchana Aruch mean by more strict than an isur? Simply that uh, food that has a sakana, that is dangerous, that is poisonous, is not batel b'shishim, cannot be nullified, meaning... I, I, I can't even have a tiny speck of fish if I'm eating together with meat. Masha'en can, like I said, any other isur, as long as it's, it could be nullified by 60. But this is, this cannot be nullified. Um, so now the Mishnah Bura over there writes that although the custom is not to wash one's hands, we call these, we call this washing Maim Em Saim, although the custom is not to wash one's hands, but a person should either eat bread or rinse his mouth, have a drink, and that's something that we tell people to do. So on Friday night, you know, your mother serves you the, the fish. You know, after you finish the fish, you know, have a drink, eat some bread, and that is considered the, your separation before, let's say, the main course of, of meat comes. So what do we see from here? That there's a danger between, uh, of eating fish and meat together. Um, the Shach here in Arsiman uh, says that, and he quotes Bet Yosef, that says that even eating fish and milk is a sakana. is a famous shach who quotes the Bet Yosef. Ah, fish and milk is a sakana. But both the shach and the taz immediately say that this is ta'ut sofir. It's a mistake in the text. And um, they permit eating fish and milk that were cooked uh, together. Um the Pitchei Teshuvah also brings a uh, Prime megadim who holds that there is a sakanat to cook fish and milk together but not fish and cheese and not fish and butter. Um, and uh, he, he finally says the custom of the world, of the Jewish world is to eat uh, fish and milk that were cooked together and Hash- HaKadosh Baruch Hu will protect his people because uh, th- this is the custom. Halachah <laughs> lemaase, lemaase. What can I say? Uh, cream cheese and lox first of all there's definitely room to be lenient because cream cheese and lox are are two foods that are not cooked together mm-hmm. they're two separate mm-hmm. you're 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 eating it you're just putting it together and you're eating it and there's more room to be lenient being to to cook fish and milk together um some sfaradim are actually more mahmir because of the Kafa Khaim. the kafah Writes on this siman that uh, that it is not allowed, and he only permits cooking fish with butter. Butter is allowed, and the Yakut Yosef actually also brings quotes uh, this Kaf and brings it down, and codifies this halakha. So it's always best to refrain from cooking fish and milk. Actual milk, butter is is fine, um, but when you're eating two things that were not cooked together, there's more there's more reason to be. Uh, to be mekil in, in that in that situation, um, and the, the the rest of the the siman the Rama, which is a little bit longer, and more complicated, we'll touch upon um, next uh, next shiur. An interesting question that comes up as a result of of what we learned today is um, let's say a guy he's looking for a summer job, and he sees an ad to work at McDonald's or to work at Burger King, you know. So, can a person work at McDonald's? Can he work there? You know, forget them. Let's say there's no Maritain. He's wearing a baseball cap, sunglasses. Okay, no one recognizes him. He's in a hick town in the in, in, in cottage country. No one will find him. Can he work at McDonald's? So, the answer is no. The answer is simply you're not allowed to because the meat that you're cooking from is from a cow. And it's a tahor behemah. It's a, a ta, behemah it's a kosher. It's a kosher animal, although it's not shechted properly, but it's still a kosher animal, and therefore, even though it's asur to eat because it wasn't shechted properly, it's asur to cook with milk d'oraita, right? It's a d'oraita to actually make the burger, all right? So, so to go and make the burger and put together things that that can, uh, constitute uh, uh, that constitute cooking, you know, when you put a um, a, a, a cheese uh, a, a, on a hot burger—you're melting that cheese. It, there's mamash. Um, there's mamash uh, cooking over there in uh, in this situation. So I, I you know, those—that's those, an interesting question that a lot of people ask. But the answer would be no. You can't work there because uh, because of that. If it was a banan right? So let's say it was just uh, you know Kentucky Fried Chicken, all right? Um, then there may be more room to be lenient. Um, based on that, but for sure, when you're dealing with the oraita, then you can't, but you know, don't go working at Kentucky fried chicken. I'll find you another job. All right. Um, amazing. All right. So, uh, we will end this year. here. here and Hashem, we'll see you uh, next week. Um, to everyone for coming, have a great night, everyone.